Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Yellow Label Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Sampson, back with another episode. This is episode two. Uh, back off hiatus. I'm here with my partner in crime, James Johnson, on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Happy birthday, my dog. Uh, how you feeling, man? Man, I can't complain, man. You know, um, I've seen birthday number XX. I ain't going to put the number out there. Everybody who know me know how old I am. I mean, our content speak for how old we are anyway. They could they could put an estimate on it, right? Right. <laughs> the stuff we talk about. Um. So uh, I can't complain, man. Um. I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to talk about these topics that we garnered talking about the hall of fame which i didn't really get to catch a lot of and don't know a lot of the details but i'm gonna let you kind of lead the way on that and i kind of chime in i mean obviously i know these players from watching them you know during our time obviously but mm-hmm. uh we'll talk about that man we want to reflect on some of the freshman double xl some freshman classes that we're going to look back on not the new ones but like going back to the beginning basically uh guys we still listen to to this day right basically and how they shaped hip-hop and our opinions on uh if they made it or not and just the impact they've had in general man can't wait to talk about all of these topics at hand for episode two of the yellow label podcast well the main reason you know that we're doing the we're going back and we're looking at the freshman list is you know j cole's new album came out uh was it friday night at midnight and you know both of us had a chance to consume it uh, you said you listened to it on the way back from Jacksonville. Um, I listened to it on my to going to work and uh, back from work. I probably need a couple more listens to you know digest it. But you know, what were your uh, initial thoughts about it? Yeah, some tracks I've heard the whole album, but some tracks I heard twice. Uh, so I've gotten, I gotten, I guess you could say I've done a lap and a, some change basically on the on the um, album like. I would I would think most people know by now I'm a J Cole fan, you know, like through the good and the bad, which you know it's it's been up and down in terms of whether you like him or not, or like whether you like what he's put out, you know what I'm saying? Like one thing that ain't gonna change is if you like him or not as an artist, but it's just a matter of what the current project, how you feeling about the current project is what it is. So, right. um, this project. I will say it right now, like, and admittedly, I haven't listened to a lot of other albums this year, but the ones I have heard, admittedly, um, to me, this one sound right now, it sounds like the album of the year. And it sounds like, um, and actually my, uh, my, my, uh, partner from back in the day with, uh, the, we, we did the jazz wire podcast, the, uh, Jags Den podcast, Jacob DeLawrence, he actually did a review on this and I forgot what site is on but I will share that with everybody. I'll put it uh, on my Twitter or in the description or somewhere. And he did a very good uh, actual uh, breakdown of it, review of it. But this album though, in terms of uh, what you're getting, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, it starts off, I'm sure you heard the intro with Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts off very different from yeah. what we've heard out of J. Cole. So immediately, immediately you get this vibe like, okay, uh, he this might not be and you, again I'm a J. Cole fan so I can say this this might not be mid like his last two probably was kind of mid um, so like it's like okay like you, you got my attention you garnered my attention I'm here for the long haul 
And I think it has, like, throughout the album, if you listen to it from the beginning to the end, it still has elements of J. Cole, you know, and, like, recognizable elements of who J. Cole is all throughout the album. It has that. Don't get me wrong. You'll listen to these tracks and be like, yes, that's that's the Jermaine Cole we know. That's the Jermaine Cole, uh, Jermaine Cole we all grown to know and love. Jermaine. <laughs> and then... There are times where he veers off in a different sound um, and his, he switches his flow up differently on this as well. And while it's different and something that is kind of out of his, I guess, you know, just out of the norm for him, he actually flourishes in it. Yeah. It's great stuff. So the stuff that he did that doesn't sound Jermaine Coalition kind of sounds more along the lines of what we're getting and hearing now uh, from the younger crowd, Um, you know. It, you know, he he veered, he kind of went that way a little bit. Not all the way he went that way. And he treaded that line and it sounded great. Uh, so that was good about it. So and I like again, I like the mix up of the flow and, and whatnot. So overall, man, like I really like the album. I think, I don't, you know, you don't, after a lap and a half of the album, you don't want to call it a classic. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, it has the elements, you know, like people know what albums have element those elements of a classic when they hear it the first time like it's just certain albums you can hear it's like okay this has the potential to uh 50 cent get rich and die trying you know type of albums you hear that first time it's like yeah yeah something this is gonna be you know so uh for me i'm not putting it on it's i don't it ain't diamond in terms of how many <laughs> albums it sold, but it's diamonds here. Right. Uh, good. So I don't want to put it on that record, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just using an example of when you hear an album and you like it the first time around and you think it could stick and it could withstand the test of time. I think this is one of them. And um, I, I'm proud of him, man. I'm, I'm glad he didn't, he didn't get me and Josh talked about this. It's times. And Jacob talked about this in his article. He gets a little weird. He's gotten a little weird in some of his albums. And I'm not talking about weird in terms of, the flow or anything or weird in terms of the sound, but the stuff he said just kind of yeah. just threw us off. Uh, he didn't get, he didn't go there with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was good stuff. Uh, I definitely, if you know, you made me grade it right now, I guess like just to put me on the spot, I would, you know, I'll say it's uh 88, 90, you know, something like that. If you put me on the spot, um, maybe at worst uh, 86 you know at worst something like that so uh yeah that's my thoughts on it man i I can't wait to hear what everybody else feels about it right and uh you know when you when you hear the rest of it we can revisit it and you know we'll talk about how you felt about the matter in terms of listening to the whole album right well it's kind of cold for me has been it's kind of hard for me to because i had God, I want to start the freshman thing already because I want to talk about, you know, the warm-up and all that before, you know, before his, app first, first, before his first album even came out. But, you know, Cole is kind of, uh, you know, like you said, some of the mediocre stuff he's put out before this album. So it, I kind of went into this album with a grain of salt. And I still, like I said, I don't want to immediately hate on it or immediately say, you know, this is, you know, something I don't want to listen to again because, you know, it's – because some of the tracks, you know, like you said, it sh- it had a, it shows the potential of you know, old Cole and like that's that's the Cole that I like the um you know the young hungry Cole. Not saying that he's not hungry now, but you know it's always a that was ten years ago, 
You know, it's all you know. He's almost he's not a completely different artist, but he's got a completely different, well, not completely different, but his. I don't know what to call it. His, I don't want to say his motivation, but it's. He had a different level now. Yeah. I mean, he had a different, not even level, like in terms of improvement and like, but he's at a different status now. He's at a different point in his career now. Like he's already established, you know what I'm saying? Whether you like him or not, he's already established. Right. But, you know, he's just at a, he's at that, he's at the boss point of his career. His how I would put it. Right. Because he has Dreamville now. And like, you don't get to that point where you could do a distribution deal with Interscope and have your own record label unless you were successful as an individual artist, unless, you know, you you were good at something else that That's got true. you paid. But uh, he's just at a different point now. And, like, with that, I think what you're trying to say, like, uh, you see people's motivation and you see not, not only just the motivation, but uh, the quality of the work changes you know yeah. like and that's one thing we can never say about cole like while we might not have liked his last few projects like the quality like you could tell like he went it went a quality thing right when he you know he didn't put time and effort into it right. it was just we just weren't feeling it like that you know we've seen behind the scenes of how cole you know works and you know we've seen the documentary and you know we've heard cole talk in interviews about you know his process and all that you know it's not a Thing of, you know, Cole don't work hard. He's, you know, he's being lazy. But it's just, I don't want to say lack of execution, but it's something that don't, it doesn't grab me like it grabs other artists. I don't know if it's, you know, Cole's voice. Uh, I mean, because the reason I love Kendrick is, you know, people, it's, it's a knock people want to put on Kendrick. He has like 50 different voices that he uses. But, you know, like, it's yeah, something that it took keep, me a minute to get used to it. Yeah, voice. but it's something that keeps me interested because, you know, Kendrick once said that you know he gets in the booth and he don't know what kind of injury he's energy he's gonna put it into the mic so right you that know, could be a good thing or a bad thing yeah but Kendrick more than you know his track record ninety five you know minus ninety five percent you know minus a couple um you know he's he's at a pretty much a clean track record it's I don't want to like stave off this album because I really I kind of middled through the. Uh, the last two albums, you know, I really didn't listen to them. Like mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, you you know, you listen to rap. Ca- yeah, I don't know if you guys how much you you Spotify, but you know the rap caviar playlist where they play the highlights from. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I use uh, Apple. Apple yeah. yeah, but I mean, I have had Spotify. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, where they take like the highlights from the album, and put them on a playlist. Right. And I listen to those and like uh, that. These these are good, but like, are they? Do I want to listen to the rest of the album good or, you know, like, are they just one-offs? And, you know, this this time around, you know, I tried to take an approach where, you know, when was the last time Cole put out something? Was it two years ago? Or? Yeah, we was in Dallas, remember? Well, I mean, an album, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, an yeah. album. It was KLD. Well, it was more than two years, man. But 18, 2018? Yeah. When we got Tave and Brian. And what a time that was, man. What? At Dallas. Oh, yeah. Nightlife at Dallas, bro. Who the Lord? We got to visit there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was what? The Texas nightlife uh, lived up to <laughs> its reputation. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was trying to make you. Oh, yeah, but I might need a couple more listens to really, you know, ingest the album. I mean, well, that's my process for almost any album. I mean, other than. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, album like like you said, Get Rich or Die Trying or something like that, which came out you know early two thousands, where you know we were young and we really didn't 
right you know no music like that uh, but you know. we knew we knew yeah we i mean like we knew well see this is the thing yeah we didn't we didn't know well some some present, presented to us like that right when 50 cent was like the most over artist like right in music not just in hip-hop but like yeah you know, because he had he had Eminem's back, and so right. I mean, he was just the number one guy overall. And the way he was presented, you had no choice but to but right. to like the album. You right. know what I mean? But what I'm saying is like, even at that young age, though, we could process that album in one round and yeah, and uh, evaluate how just how good and how much of a classic it was going to be because of the albums that we heard previously, you know what I'm saying? We talking about, we grew up on outcasts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that, it wouldn't, even at that age, it wasn't just easy for us to just throw around that title. Like, Oh, this is it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even at that age, man, because like I say, it was the outcast. You know, the Dr. Dre is the world, the classic Snoop albums of the world, you know, like it, it's so many that we could go, you know, the classic Rough Rider albums, which we talked about last week with DMX and his projects. Right. So, like, you know, like, while, you know, it was kind of an instant reaction to that Get Rich or Die trying, you know, in that first, that first listen of it, uh, at the same time, the assessments we made from that first lap of listening to it meant a lot. Like, we weren't just throwing around the title of, oh, this is it. Uh, that easily, even at that age of you know we we were in middle school. When uh, they get rich or die trying or eighth, eighth grade, ninth grade, yeah, eighth grade or ninth grade, something like that. Like for us, see, yeah, we just grew up in such a quality era of hip hop, right? That you know you you just got it or not at a young age. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that ear. You know what I'm saying? You got it at a young age. Yeah, I mean, but even at that point, you know, you could. Well, for me, I could tell the difference between. An artist like Fifty, who you know, who could put out a quality album, and his name, I guess, Little Flip maybe comes to mind, or or uh, maybe I get you put Mike Jones. I, I, I hate to keep naming Houston rappers, but you know, guys who you know put out hits but don't put out you know complete projects, and and a lot of this stuff you know is different. In terms of how you know the studio, the record company from you know back to artist project, uh, how much of a presentation was has been put behind the album? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, you tell back in the early two thousands, you know, you got you you get the whole experience, you get the uh, right, you get the the one hundred six in Park appearance, you get the TRL, <laughs> yeah, appearance, yeah, oh man, you got the music videos, you get the award You're show, me back, man, yeah, you like, get the award show appearances, you get the, I mean, well, we were too young to go to the concerts, but you know, you get the tour dates, and you know, you get all right. that, you get the appearance, you know, you know, people are excited to see you on TV because you know, one, no social media, so. Whenever they get to see you, whenever artists get to, see, whenever a fan gets to see you on TV, you know they're excited. Yeah, dude, that reminds me. I was looking at um, it's uh, is it uh, Ox Gods? Is that the account that showed it? Like they they uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the throwback yeah. stuff and yeah. they um, what track was it? it wasn't even a hip hop. Oh, it was Lily Allen Smile, mm-hmm. and uh, which was a very good song that had that influence hip-hop if you listen to it like she has remixes and dom kennedy rapped over and then while they sampled it um but 
what I was saying, like, yeah, I saw that and I saw the little MTV2 album emblem in the bottom of the corner. And that just made me miss those days where. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we, but we can't. You mean you talked about that? Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, we can't go back to that time because, yeah. you know, like music videos ain't. But it just made what, you have that nostalgic trip and wish, like, it was a simpler time, bro. Well, like, it could still be. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, music videos could still be a prominent part of hip hop. It's just. I don't know. It's I think well part of it would have to be is YouTube is messing it up too. Yeah, that's you know part. What I'm yeah, like, I mean that's the thing. Like back in even back then when music videos was popping, the companies MTV and BET they didn't necessarily make a lot of money off of showing videos even back then. Yeah, that's true. That was the issue. That's and, true. And and now, you know that's that's surely the case when you got YouTube in the way and. Well, a lot of yeah. stuff, some most of the stuff now is, you know, you want your song to get, well, I even take it back a little further, but uh, make my point, you, you know, you want your song to get heard, you know, let it get in the hands of TikTokers and they put it in right. the video and then that's, that's how you get your strings. That's how many you're going to blow up, right? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, take it back a little further with, you know, uh, Vine was using, you know, six seconds. Yeah, you hear you hear six seconds of songs like, "Damn, what is that?" And, you know, it may yeah. be it may be go you know look at some songs that twelve I bricks <laughs> on the side of the road. That's how I found that way. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, uh, don't know who that artist is and don't know who this kid is in this video, but yeah. I'm gonna check that out." I, I thought it was Future at first, but it wasn't. I was like, <laughs> "What the hell? What kind of Future song is this? <laughs> who who is this? Yeah, what is this?" Um, um, so, the uh, game has changed, man, in terms of how it's presented. I guess we can just we can piggyback off that and and uh, move to our freshman class uh, discussion. Yeah, uh, you pulled them up. So um, I mean, and you know, me and you were big again back then. Magazines was a big thing. Um, now it's more so more digital content, which that's actually the field. I guess you could say we technically both work in now. <laughs> the yeah. uh, so it's it's funny how that flipped. But yeah. Um, these freshman classes from back in the day, going back to the beginning, they were a huge thing. I don't know if they're as big as they were then, uh, because again, the dynamic, as we've said, the dynamic of music has changed. But uh, yeah, Josh was gonna pull up a few of the first couple classes, and you know, we were gonna just give our assessments of where those people have gone now. And look, man, don't nobody go around take this stuff personal, because we might. You know, say something about your favorite artist that you ain't like or whatever the case may be. This look, man, we just having fun with it, man. And we wanted to make an episode where we just, you know, speak our minds for y'all. So, um, yeah, I guess you're going to start with, what was it, oh, eight uh, or oh, nine? It was oh, nine, yeah. So it was like, we were, I was right about Cuddy. Cuddy was early because I thought it was 2010, but right. Cuddy was on the 2009. Uh, I guess we could start with 2007. Um a 07 had Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Lupe, uh, Boosie, Gorilla Zoe, Joel Ortiz, Crooked Eye, Pat Poos, and you need to make it you need to make a I guess a a uh, distinction between like established artists, mm -hmm. like, like uh, right, right, selling out albums and right. You know, so how did and, these people and, make it? Like right. basically, um, well, more so. Are we qualifying them as, um, well, yeah, um, whether they had, you know, best-selling albums or right. 
independent success yeah indie success um yeah because me because you know back then independent success was like ah uh, it was just right you know he he made it but did he really make it because he was you know cause he was <laughs> right, right 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 like, right he didn't yeah well lupe he didn't, he didn't have the sales but he had the talent you know what I mean? a lot of lupe stuff was definitely major right um the work with pharrell that that's one of my favorite tracks it, it what is it i got it um mm-hmm. is that what it's called um for well everybody know how i feel about pharrell that's my favorite producer ever uh, so i mean i love the neptunes in general uh but yeah so lupe was definitely one of the main i mean and it was some mixtape stuff that i listened to for loop from lupe i don't i can't speak for nobody else but i actually like some of his mixtape stuff too yeah. um but that was just me but that he if you got to classify with he's definitely a major artist this yeah. you know now you know he's kind of like more so um you know, like a lot of people don't like listen to his. Pro- I still do to this day. Okay, again, because these a lot of these people hold a place in our hearts as artists. I still listen to him um, now, but and I, I can't, again, I can't speak for everybody else. I, but definitely, yeah, that success or that major success he had has it carried into the present day. But it don't matter. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he was he was so good for so long as a major artist. Right. You deserve that right. You know, yeah. so he definitely you by any stretch of the you can't call him a failure for sure. He sold some albums and uh yeah, he he's he's a he's definitely a top tier artist for me. I don't want you know, you don't want to throw around the word one of the greats. Right. You don't want to throw that around but he's definitely one of the top lyricists of all. Yeah, yeah, all, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like him for sure. Um, some of these, um Saigon wasn't really Saigon, I don't know if you remember, he was supposed yeah. to be like the next the next big one coming out of New York and it never yep. really he was big on the independent scene. Yeah. I remember him. Um, I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, the, how I got introduced to Saigon is back in the day they used to have, um, so when you had satellite cable, right, you had these channels at the back of your, your yeah. uh yeah, 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 music choice. Yeah, music choice. Well, yeah. it was just, it wasn't even video. It was like, it wasn't even visuals. It was just you listening to random. And they played, they actually played a lot of independent people's stuff. That's how I got introduced to a lot of it. And that's how I got introduced to Saigon, who, yeah, like Josh said, he was kind of supposed to be like the next big thing, next big thing out of, uh, out of New York. Yeah. But I don't know if he ever signed majorly or whatever, but yeah, um, I digress. I think some, he was on, I think he, he might have been on Drink Champs or something like that. And I can't remember exactly what he said that mm-hmm. messed up his career, but I got to go back and look at it. But I, I think there was some backstage politics and right. there was some stuff. I think he might have had a beef with Cameron or something like that. And I can't, oh, wow. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what, but. Yeah, that's that's one you can't have beef with. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, on. Chances are you ain't gonna survive that one back, especially back in the day. Yeah, because I think at this point, Cameron was like Rockefeller president or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I might be, I might be a couple of years off, but yeah. um, some of these are hood certified, but not like right, not like which is still respectable. Yeah, which is yeah, very. Resp- I mean, you got plies on here. Yeah, Boozy. <laughs> yes, sir. Boozy, uh, Boozy, of all course. the trips we did took to Florida, man. He, he applies a Florida legend, boy. I, yeah. You say what you want about his major run, but there's yeah. a Florida legend. Uh, Boozy's on here. Um, it, well, Ply, oh, speaking of Plies, though, real quick, I say this: Plies has kind of transitioned into not just not as an artist, but he's transitioned into what we see from the younger crowd today, the TikTok crowd, and like Plies was doing that before TikTok, like he was. I mean, all along was in his SUV, which was weird. But 
Like Plies was getting into that comedic game, yeah. that uh, that yeah, yeah. that Vine type stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like credit to him for trying to reach the present day crowd yeah. as well. We also sound like I said, Boozy's on here, which is you know he might be the best one out of well not yeah. best one, but you know he close had, to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he had then he had major and he had independence. So he had a mix of both. Right. Um, I I don't know if he you could say he had the. It wasn't long. Like, Boozy kind of, it got cut short because he went to prison. Like, it didn't. Right, right. You know, it, it really, he, he kind of. He could have had Lupe, like, major success. Yeah. But, he, like you I know. Said, yeah. it, you know, the whole uh, murder charge thing kind of shortened right. his career. Um, Rilla Zoe, not, not, not really. The potential was there. You know, yeah. he joined Boys in the Hood. and Yeah. He could have took off, but it but just didn't. That seemed like a, a boy band. Well, not boy band, but that seemed like a compilation band more than. Yeah, more than yeah. them actually being you know an actual group, right? Um, next to Ortiz and Crooked Eye, which you know um, you mentioned Button earlier, they teamed up with him and right Slaughterhouse. Uh, yeah, and um, Royce to form Slaughterhouse, like right, you said. Right, Pat Poo, Pat Poo's maybe behind Lupe in terms of you know lyricism on this list. Yeah, for sure, and, very respectable. And of course, Young Joe. <laughs> hey, I don't care what they say. I oh, think, that that's a southern legend right there, boy. I think uh, I want some shark meat. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, Young Dro is the epitome of yo, if you yo. you built a young Albany, yo. Georgia. Yeah, it, it, dude, like he had to look the 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 polo cardigans. Thank, thank you, the polo, everything. Yep, the polo card. Joe came when Joe came out. Yeah, the every, fade. <laughs> Every 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 dude who was who had on oversized jeans and Jabos and all that. Yep. When Joe came out next year, everybody showed up to school in, in some polo pants and uh, yep. a pink polo. You you might even see somebody rock, and he influenced this. You might even see somebody rock a sweater vest, uh -huh. looking like one of our teachers uh -huh. out there, looking like Jim Trestle. <laughs> you know, that's a, so he influenced. You know, you can say whatever you want about his major success, and he had a mm -hmm. um. Not to the strength of Lupe again, you know, but um, but you can say whatever you want. He he, Dro is a culture influencer, right? Um, and he, I mean, he influenced us in high school for sure, and the look in high school, and I mean, like he got some like some tracks that I could rap word the word that I love to death to this day, man. Mm -hmm. You know, Rubber Band Banks, <laughs> Boy, <laughs> young, young, young. <laughs> Tokyo Dime, <laughs> loved it, man. Like, yeah. I mean, and he, you know, like. We ain't gonna really talk about this guy because he's in some mess right now. But at the time, Ti, you know what I'm saying, was that guy. Right. And for him to endorse Dro in the way that he did, and Dro to ride that wave with him, was huge. You know right. what I'm saying? Like if Ti endorsed you, like you, you that guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Okay. Oh nine had Wale, Bob, Asher Roth, Charles Hamilton, Ace Hood, Currency, Kid Cudi. Oregon's Blue and Mickey Facts. So, if I had to classify this era and this group of individuals, I would call this the MySpace group. Um, because a lot of their music is like, they, that's how a lot of them took off. Right. It's off of MySpace. And that, well, Facebook didn't do music. So, I mean, they had music videos on Facebook and all of that, of course. But, yeah, those are, that's your MySpace crowd right there um uh who you want to speak of first 
Uh, let's just do. I mean, our top two would be Currency and Cuddy, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they had they've had success in different ways. Right. Right. So for Cuddy, you can do, you want to do Currency first? Cause I yeah, mean, yeah, I I, I do. I mean, because everybody know like that's my favorite rapper. Right. For, um. So I mean, like, so Currency stuff is you know I think like while he if I can recollect he dabbled in made with major labels for a small stint for the most part he stuck to the indies and i think he was with he might have been with warner brothers at one point in time but that was because the end it might have been because and don't somebody can correct me if i'm wrong that was because the independent label he was with uh got bought out by warner you know i think the stone stone immaculate for example was a warner brothers project if i'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken uh, so there was that, and I think like you know he he dabbled in and they had a little time, and this is how you know currency legit. This is one of the only men on this planet. I don't know if he still got it, but he dabbled and did a little time, and it didn't go all that well because they had some legal stuff they cleared up. I guess they cool now, but he dabbled with Dame Dash for a little bit, and currency has a Rockefeller chain. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but yeah, I think I think to this day, currency might still have a Rockefeller thought in general. Um, but yeah, a lot of people know him from Young Money, obviously. Right. Um, a lot of people eat, and before that, he was with Master P and No Limit. You know, right. people forget that. Uh, and he did not have the you know that we know him to have today with those. And that's crazy. Like at some point, something you know, again going back to what we were saying with DMX, some people built for the fight, some people ain't built for the fight. Mm-hmm. Two stints with those two companies, no limit, young money, and it still didn't work out. Somebody would have called it, most people would have called it a quiz, you know? Right. They would have left the game. Um, but you know, it was the what made him continue is the things he took from both of his tenures with those good albeit good or bad, with with uh Master P. You know, I think it was uh, he, he he told a story about this, you know, Silt the Shocker picking him up from school or um, it, it might have been C. Murder picking him up from school as a kid. <laughs> so like he learned he learned some he probably learned some street stuff from these guys, too, as well. You know, right. um, so anyway, long story short, he has those two tenures. And then when it really started to take off for him was after Young Money, you know, that didn't work out. Uh, but people knew him from Young Money and while he only had that one hit with Young Money. People clamped on to him because he was with Young Money. And when he went independent, it didn't matter no more. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and another thing is like back then, like the big thing was, and this is the case for Wiz Khalifa, the big thing back then, and damn, I sound old saying back then like that, uh, was weed rappers. And yeah. I, I don't want and see, like, I don't like to use that term because he hates when people, because he has, he raps more than about weed. But that was the big thing. And people just rolled that wave. And then they rolled that wave and realized he's much more. It was probably the the look. I mean, the dude kind of looked like Devin the dude. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. And like that's it. That's what okay, so we know him from Young Money. It went as successful. Uh, but you know, like he has that niche of the like I said, the weed rappers, if you uh the weed fanatics that like to listen to that. Uh and the look, you right. hit it right on the head. He's rocking the BBC. He's rocking, you know, he 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 was up on it despite the, the lack of success. And he even said the lack of money, he was up on the latest trends too. Like, so this is a guy like you could tell you this is where you could see his influences from Pimp C and Bun B. It's his style. Uh so yeah, he was up on the BBC. He was up on the bait, 
You remember that wave the mm-hmm. vapor? He was up on the Diamond Supply, which I still ride to this day. Had collaborations with Diamond Supply. He got in with the skateboarders. When you get in with Diamond Supply, you in with the skateboarders. He got it. He found his niche. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. On the independent level, he found his niche. And he brought those people along with him. And what helped him to grow is he just kept releasing, albeit a lot of just like he consistent month after month after month. After, like he literally just, and he still got stuff to this day that like it's never been released month after month after month. New mixtape on that pill. New mixtape on that pill. New mixtape on that pill. Then he started signing these independent deals that'll pay him on an album-to-album basis. Got to deal with Amalgam. Uh, you know, got to deal, like I said, with the, the independent Warner label company. So on and so forth. And that is how he netted, started netting the money that he has today. And now he's the success that we know him as, as an independent artist. Uh, the guy that owns 35 35 cars i think you said something ridiculous like that mm-hmm. he's the independent guy that like literally is like one of the top independent artists ever you know and it's crazy because he started off with the two companies that we said didn't work with them he took his own lane right. and he's where he is now where you know he's trying to open restaurants and he has his own weed strains that he's selling and, you know, he has just, you know, all of these different business companies, diecast cars and so on and so forth. That's where he is now. So, like, I mean, I couldn't be proud of him, you know, in, in terms of not giving up and getting where he is today. Yeah. Like um, you said, uh, it's, it's weird that he blew up after Young Money. You know? <laughs> right. Well, you know, given, I mean, if you look back at it, I mean, given given Young Money's track record other than, you know, Drake and Nicki Minaj and Drake was kind of his own entity. Right. Um, and, you know, Nicki Minaj, she, she kind of, she formed her own following. Right. You know. And both of them had good followings before. Yeah. Young Money too. That was a key too. Yeah. They took good followings into Yeah, because Drake, Drake, well, Drake was the hottest free agent. Mm-hmm. Like he, the people were trying to figure out where he was going to sign to. When he had that, uh, whatever mixtape it was with him, in the pea coat, you know what I'm saying, with the cut in the part. Yeah, uh, comeback season. Comeback two. season, yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, I think that was before Young Money. And yeah, like, yeah, all that was before Young right. Money. Um, credit to him. I mean, a lot of people don't like Drake, but credit to him for how, again, he built that before Young Like, we're talking about yeah. currency building after Young Money, yeah. but they built before. What well, point I was making was, you know, other than, you know, those three major, I mean, of course, Wayne, but you know, they didn't have anybody else. Right. Come off that label, so. You know, it's almost better, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, but it's almost better that he didn't he didn't stay with young money or mm-hmm. you know, he probably wouldn't have had the success that he has now. So worked out. Especially, you know, we found out what I has been suspecting all along was, you know, eating everybody's food and not letting nobody else have anything else. So Yeah, which is a common unfortunately it's a common theme in music. Yeah. It's so sad. Like I, I from that that's the part of music that like you know, you everybody have a dream, right? That yeah. they, like that they want to be a rapper. Yeah. When you get old enough to realize what the, the percentages and how you getting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what it's what Ye was talking about. It may have been, it's been more than last year, but right. it, what he was talking about trying to get his masses and you know he was trying to get uh, masses for all you know for the whole good music and right. you know, well not just good music but for everybody that you know he was a. And he was a friend to uh, and not he, yeah, he was trying to he was trying to help out Taylor Swift, even though they had the 
you know, their uh, beef or whatever. But right. he, he was trying to help anybody, any artist that's stuck. They call it, you know, you can call it slavery, but, you know, you're getting paid for it. It's not really slavery, but, you right. know, it's it's everything. But You, you still ain't getting your worth, though. Yeah, it's everything yeah. close to it, but, you know, right. the not getting paid for it. But, you know, if you ain't got your own masses, then, you know, you really ain't making nothing. You're, right, you're not, right. You're, like you said, you're not making your worth. The music business got it's got a lot of devil in it, man. It's, it does. It, it'll 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 break you if, if you if you don't know if you don't you know if you don't have the right people behind you right. or around you or you know had the right people telling you things and mm-hmm. it'll it'll ruin you, man. That's why I'm so glad you know currency. And I always wonder why he was uh, you know at the time you just wonder like what's what is his deal with. Yeah. I'm an indie. I'm an indie. Like I, I don't want to do the majors. I'm a, like, you know, making it a known fact. You know, at the time because at the time we're thinking like that's where you make the money. It is with the endoscopes of the world and the right. universals and the cash money of the world. And now I get it. You know, and now I'm like, you could argue that he currency has made more money with the independent stuff he's done than some of these people have that was supposed to be as successful in major labels. Right. You know, which I mean, I get it now. Like, you know, he. Well, he, he's one of the people that probably got screwed the least in right. the music industry because of that. Well, if you look back at it, I don't know if you remember Koch Records. You know, that's the one mm-hmm. that Dipset was on after they left Rockefeller. Well, uh, that was Jim Jones uh, yeah. when he did Balling. Yeah, wasn't well, it? a lot of people, you know, back then, I mean, me and you, we looked at it like, man, he's going independent. He ain't going to get, you know, it's, you know, he's all right. But, you know, right. Because back then, you can't get that exposure. You can't get that backing. Cause right. You can't get... What it is now, social media, where you can just you can tweet it or you can right you can release it on your own. So, you know, there was no streaming, there was no Spotify. You couldn't post the you know you couldn't post the album yourself. Right, or, right, right. You couldn't get it out. So, yeah, I mean, I remember reading. Uh, I think it was looking at a YouTube video of uh, Jim Jones when he was talking about joining Koch. Yeah, and um, when they left Rockefeller, and um, they they wrote him a significant check for that first album. Right, um, and that. Say what you want about Jim Jones and Cam and Dipset with with their time with Rockefeller, but uh, them boys made some money yeah. with Koch Records. But that was because their prior history, like that right, was because yeah, they, yeah, they had that resume. Yeah, like you know, you got it's a that's the difference between then and now is you can't get you can have a uh some of these artists that that's famous now they wouldn't be on you know they wouldn't be. It wouldn't have records on a or quote unquote radio or in the in the in the culture, I guess, because they wouldn't be able to get a record deal. You know right, what I mean? They right, wouldn't right. be. They wouldn't have the the record labels backing, or even if they went right. independent, like they only be heard in their region. Like mm-hmm. take an artist like uh, G Herbo or a <laughs> little. Right, Re- right. Well, I hate to say Little Reese because he just got. I don't know if you've seen that video of him. He got shot in the in the uh, in the parking garage. Oh um, dear! Yeah, but Jesus, you know, get well. You know, yeah, yeah, prayers, prayers to him, him yeah. and his family. Um, but you see, uh, artists, uh, NBA young boy, uh, whoever, like right. You know, you got who only be known locally. It, it'll be they they wouldn't you know they wouldn't work back in the day because there'd be no like I said there'd be no promotion there'd be no right. exposure or anything because right, you don't know right. who they are because they can't they can't get to the the people they can only get to the people through the record companies so. right right now um, I mean now you can get to 
the world yeah from a computer yeah a podcast yeah a tv uh, uh um you know uh internet YouTube webcam video, yeah. yeah but um, yeah you oh uh, yeah you were gonna speak on cuddy yeah so i didn't even behind maybe behind pharrell and parts of after 2008 nine something like that he's probably the most influential artist mm. Yeah, and he, you know, he not only did he inspire 808s and Heartbreaks, which inspired numerous artists from Travis right. Scott to Thug to Say What You Want by Kanye, but yeah. that album, yeah, that to, album, man, to Juice World, which you know, rest in peace, right? Um, to I mean, just that the list goes on and on of who people who were influenced by that album. Yeah, but that album wasn't made. Without, I would be influenced by that. Album. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if me and you jumped in the booth today, like. And yeah. look, I can't like I ain't even a big Kanye fan like like as of recent, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like you can't help but be influenced by what? that album. You know, you can't yeah. even be you can't help but be even before that, you know, uh, college yeah. dropout and all you But the turn like cause college dropout came out when Gangsta Rap was still Right. Yeah, with fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, 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 not beefing, but him and fifty had yeah. a contest. It was still yeah. fighting for the top spot, but um after eight oh eight and and people may not see it, but all that all that auto tune, that mm-hmm. that humming on the track, the right. the vocalization, the emotion, the the being so open with your lyrics. Right. All that came from Kid Cuddy. Yeah, and, a lot of these cats today. The yeah. They owe a lot to that album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like all the and even just the music. Mm-hmm. The, the, you see the kind of fashion these, you know, people right. are wearing, the skinny jeans. That ain't come from yeah, yeah. That ain't come from Wayne. Well, actually, to be honest with you, they were doing that. You know, that was a a Prince thing too. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> right. I'm saying like in hip hop. In hip hop, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got like you. the yeah. whole. Yeah, it was before new. You remember New Boys? Yeah, that, it was before it, that. It, it ain't come from New Boys. <laughs> it ain't come from when Wayne started wearing rock star pants. Right. That shit came from Kid Cudi. Right. I need people understand that. Like it, it came. He's he no doubt is influential. Yeah. And it then, was before his time for me. It, it really was. Yeah, he was like in '09. Yeah, I I wasn't hearing nothing like that, and which and that was fine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I was. That's what drew me to him even more. And then the main point is the the mental health thing. Like right. I never heard somebody get on the track, you know, get on the hip hop track like that and talk mm-hmm. about suicide and what he's going through, and, you know, and make right. it sound good. You know what I mean? Right, and we didn't understand it at right. that. I mean, we understood what he was talking about. Yeah, but now it's crazy because now, like everybody taking social, uh, you know, mental health, yeah, very, very seriously. When that was, you know, like I don't know if that's what he was trying to get everybody to do, but that should have that that moment right. should have been when we started taking milk. Well, not, you know, not in twenty eighteen, yeah. seventeen. You know what I'm saying? We should have, you know, like that should have been a calling we, for. People to start, you know, but I mean, like that's just a. I think that's a black culture yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's part of it. Where, yeah, you know, you don't go see a psychiatrist. Right, that, right. That's or, just yeah. Um, what we were raised on, you know. Yeah. Well, you're right. Like, like I go back. I listen to uh, that kid from uh, that kid from Cleveland, and you know, he was talking about it back then. But you know, back then, you know, you just you like you really didn't right. You really couldn't feel it, but like. You know, Cuddy's been talking about some real shit ever since he hopped on the scene. Right. And so, I mean, it just... It made and me he go, should be bigger as a result, to be honest Yeah, he should be. But, right. you know, like like I said, 
point I'm making is he don't he don't get the credit he deserves of how much he's influenced not only the music but the culture in general. Right. So, I mean, like one of my favorite artists today is you know influenced by him. I mean, and Kanye too, but uh, you know, Travis Scott. You know, like this heavy, heavy kid cutty influence. You know, and yeah, I mean, you you hear it in uh, even like Pop Smoke. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you hear it there, and uh, I hear it in Schoolboy Q sometimes. I don't know if you yeah, can, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, Schoolboy Q got an element of G funk with him too. Yeah, um, that's why it's harder to hear Cuddy in yeah. him because you stuck to. I mean, like that's we shouldn't do that, but you know, human at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I hear, uh, like, you got, again, it's about having that ear. Mm-hmm. And you can, yeah, you can hear it, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick, you know, how to pimp, yeah. like, yeah. how to pimp a butterfly got elements of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, you could definitely, he he did influence a lot of people that's richer than him, a lot of people that blew up more than him. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we being above 100, <laughs> you know, they might some of these cats might owe him some money. Yeah. You know, and I'm not necessarily talking about like Kendrick or Schoolboy Q, but yeah, you know, um, I'm happy for Cuddy, man. You know, you know, uh, four years ago he was going through that. You know, he was in rehab, and right. you know, he was back and forth out of, well, back and forth out of rehab centers, and right, right. You know, he was having uh, issues, uh, parental issues with the custody of his daughter and all that, and. I'm happy for it. Um, I don't know how much you listen to Man the Moon Three, but it's a it's a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal album. It's, I had, I've heard it once, but I mean, like Man on if if it relates to Man on the Moon One, yeah, like <laughs> you, know? you, could, you could tell yeah. like he he took every element from his prior album, right, right, and put it all into one man. It's That's just a, it's a it's a really good album, man. Yeah, um, I check it out. What sparked this conversation, you know, J. Cole's in this um in this class. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll yeah. I'll go down the list before we, you know, get started. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh my God, I did not know. Okay. J. Cole, Peel, Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace. Wiz Khalifa, OJ Juice Man, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, J Rock, Sean and Donis. Oh my. Yeah. I mean we can't you know, you can't that's one class you you know, we've running low on time, but we can't just stop at one or two people there. Like so, maybe we should end it on this class. You know, you do that? yeah. We maybe we should end it on this class. I mean, and then you know we'll say. I mean, for yeah, more content just, for yeah. another episode, we yeah, just we, continue on. Yeah, we can do that. Stay tuned for part two, I guess. Right. So, uh, in this case, uh, who? You, I mean, where do you start? I'll start with Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs is yes, sir. It took Freddie a while. You know, Freddie wasn't really, really on my radar, but. The I went back and listened to the first one he had with Mad Lib, the album he did with Currency, right? The, Fetty, yeah. Boy, that thing is a clap. <laughs> yeah, I listen um, to that every month. Um, God, what's it? I'm blanking on the name now. Uh, Bandana, right? Um, and then the one he released um last year, Alfredo. I mean, Freddie is just Freddie is in his pocket, and no one. No one's touching Freddie Gibbs right now. It took him a while. Right. It took people a while to realize his talent. It took me a while to realize his talent. But, yeah, that was 10 years. Well, it's 11 years now. Mm-hmm. 2010 freshman class. Well, yeah, 2010 freshman class. But right. um, Freddie would probably be my favorite out of this bunch. Nothing but respect for him, man. Yeah. I mean, just dropping, I mean, the the flow, the the the, con- the, the music that he's 
music that he's producing the 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 different dynamics he's trying yeah the i mean the producers that he's worked with i mean mad lib might be God, I, I can't put him over for real but i mean mad lib is just i don't know if you've seen him work live on a on a npc but mm. the dude's a fucking genius man and right i mean you could you can gather that from just yeah ears yeah yeah he, um and the work the the you know some some people they get they work with a, a a top producer and it just you know it it just falls flat like mm-hmm. you know some people they get with metro booming and you know and metro is not just a hip-hop producer i hope people realize that you know right. he, he 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 spans across a couple of genres but you know some people get with metro and you know they just right. they don't know how to they don't know how to you know use his instrumentals but freddie I'm, i've never heard freddie beat i've never heard a whack verse from freddie Mm. Um, I've never now some of his earlier stuff is is probably why he wasn't on my radar. But, right. Um. The the like I said the last two three albums that he's put out, and he's out of his mind. Bro. Yeah. He's he's probably he in my opinion he's on top of the game. But you right. know, you know you got other other established artists, and I still Freddie he can get higher, man. He's not even at his peak yet. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, Freddie would be my pick out of this um, class. You know, Cole would be a second, and God, you know, I hate to, I hate to Let count out see. Nipsey from this, but you know, Nipsey oh, wasn't really, fine. Nipsey wasn't really a. Uh, he was a good artist, but you know, he was more of a a community man more than right he was a figure yeah he was a, i mean which is and that's great you yeah, know what i'm saying he, like yeah there ain't nothing wrong with right that. right just, that's great you know he's um he is uh nipsey an entity <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like which is you know what i'm saying like when you go beyond music that say a lot about you yeah you know what i'm saying like when yeah you know we knew you were artists which i, I mean i love um a lot of his mixtapes by the way yeah um but yeah man like nipsey was Nipsey is like, you know, like I said, you know, everybody want to be a rapper growing up. Yeah. You know, Nipsey is when you get 21, 22 and you are an adult, Nipsey is what you want to be as a figure and as mm-hmm. a, com- a community figure. Yeah. Um. So once you find out all the stuff he was doing, like, right. you know, after he passed and all the stuff he was doing to help build a community. I mean, I can't think of anyone better. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we can't speak enough of him you know yeah. rest in peace uh rest in peace nipsey and uh much love to him he's definitely a role model for a lot of he definitely be a role right. model for a lot of rappers in terms of how to handle your business in the booth and outside right. of the booth man for sure yeah uh like you said i mean cole man like you know what's carried cole over time is you know his core fan base i mean yeah. you know and through the good and bad you know when like i said it was in time where he was releasing some mid yeah you know also, Cole, before you get started, Cole had that. Cole came out in college, so it made it feel right. like he made it feel like you were in college with him. You know, yeah, I mean? right. I mean, we his age. Yeah, you know, like he, we same age, basically. You know, so like he was for us, we could relate to Cole because it seemed like he on the same timeline of life with us, right? Yeah, uh, from the college part of it. Well, Cole's Cole's like thirty six. He's, okay, so he's a little older than yeah, us. But, but still, his timeline but, felt like our timeline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But his music had like that college. I don't know how to explain it, but he had like that college. Right. I don't know. It, it just had that he, college vibe to it. Yeah, it had that college. And it, I think what you're saying is it it uh, 
it intrigued that college crowd. Right. And college young men in college could relate to Cole and young women in college could relate mm-hmm. to Cole. He was universal from yeah. that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Women love hit it in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we, the gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we love the... I, I like that blow up song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you couldn't, you really couldn't find, I mean, and that's, that's crazy. I, I remember talking to one of my classmates. I forgot her name. Um, But yeah, like I remember when Sideline Story came out. And we had like a legit long ass conversation. She was like, I've never heard anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Even though, like you said, that was old stuff. Like, yeah. but for people that first heard it, you know, for, you know, the first time, like, and, and she, you know what I'm saying? Me and her were from different races. Right. So like, that was another, Cole not only had that base of African-American young men in college and African-American young men in college, he also had Caucasians in college following them. And, it, you know, he, again, he's, he was universal in that sense. Right. And uh, despite how, how much me he put out in between in the middle of his career, those people never gave up on him because they knew yeah. eventually we're going to get that perfect project, which is the one he released uh, recently uh, this week. So, I mean, like you, you can't, you can't knock him, man. Like he didn't die when some people again, you know, some people when you release that much mid in the middle of your career, that's it. You know, that's it. But uh, he, he stuck to it. Uh, where's Khalifa again? I mean, he kind of the same path as currency. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where he started with Rostrum, uh, was, you know, associated with Mac. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, again, he intrigued that college base. You know, it's, a lot of us millennials, are, that's his fan base to this day. And he, he'll never go under because of us. Right. Just like Cole won't go under because of us. Just like currency won't go under because of us. Um, despite how old he gets, you know, he's going to always keep that. I mean, like, you know, he's the equivalent of Snoop. Snoop going to always keep his base from back then. But Snoop, the thing is, Snoop has picked up yeah. others yeah. along the way. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Wiz was, he was the, he wrapped about the high shit, you know, like. Yeah. A, a lot of them artists um, on that list. Mm-hmm. And I think the next list, I mean, the next class. Right. They had, I think they had that vision of all they need is one big mixtape. Right to put them on the scene, whether it be Cushion OJ, the right, um, classic. Like we're talking about the warm up. I was um, so mad when that Piff didn't release that mug on time, <laughs> bro. I was one of them, bro. I was one of them, man. Yeah, Go ahead, though. I remember that because people were putting, uh, I remember, I remember Twitter at the time because it was when uh, they started using the hashtag Cushion yeah. OJ, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I remember when uh, Currency left us in the dark with Where's Smokey Robinson, yeah. We was on at 4 o'clock at a.m. <laughs> hey, where's that Smokey Robinson doing that? That pill. Like, they, folks was, like, going at that piff and going at the mixtape, like, mixtape kings or whatever you were going to back in the day. I mean, live mixtapes or something like that. Yeah, like, live mixtapes. Like, yeah. they was going at them. Uh, But, yeah, like, and he, see, he had that, see, Wiz, again, going similar to his good friend Currency, he had that, that, um, that lifestyle rap. Right. Where everybody, you know, mostly males, <laughs> wanted the lifestyle he was talking about living, you know, fast cars, nightlife, um, you know, that that person that everybody likes mm-hmm. is what he was. Um, So, I mean, say what you want about where he at now, but I mean, like he, his base was built then and it's never going to die, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and the knock on him, I just thought he was going to be 
you know, like, you know, I can relate to this in, in journalism, you know, like I was saying, I got some hits and misses in terms of players right. and kill Harry is one of them. I thought he was going to be the hot thing. Like, and he's still, he's young. He still got time to, but he never, he's, he hasn't seen that potential yet. And Pill just, I don't know if it was bad direction because he was with Maybach, you know, or we thought he was with Maybach and he really wasn't with Maybach. You remember that? Like, there was some weird stuff going on there. But Pill had, Pill could have, he had the lyrics, um, and he could have been so much more, but I just don't, I guess it was, you know, the business that the actual rap industry that jaded, you know, messed up his career mm. or whatever the case may be. Um, but you know, that's, that's my, per I mean, he had the, he had the accent, that Southern accent we all could relate to. He had the stories we all could relate to in his rhymes, this, that, and other, but it just never worked out. Um, who else is all J-Rock? I love J-Rock. Oh, I, I can't. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I love J. Rock. Yeah. Man. Like, what was his last album? Uh, the one with um, it got it got soldiers on it. No, nah, the one that got the wild freestyle on it. It um, might. And uh, win, win, win. I can't remember. The yeah, name yeah, that's album. it. Yeah. yeah. It also yeah. had the yeah. Other, they got soldiers on. It. Yeah. It also had that other the um, the King's Dead version without Kendrick on. I think. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean J. Rock. While you know, and see the. J Rock is in a group of individuals that I don't want they they're not outshining him, but it's just hard to be at the top of that roster. And that's hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in, in a lot of ways. And that, I'm not saying he he made the wrong decision by getting with those guys. But let's if J Rock was with another if he was the the lead guy for a separate record label, he'd be so much bigger. But He's with Kendrick and he's with Well he was the, like he was the lead guy, if you remember. Like remember Yeah, that yeah, that's with, true. Yeah, that song with Wayne. That's true. It just didn't work out. Like right, like right. Was, and then know. I mean you got schoolboy Q. Like it's just a lot of it's he, now scissor. He finally found it. Yeah, he found his lane, scissor, I tell you. Yeah, it's just that roster stacked. Yeah. I mean, but look, ain't no reason they can't get their money together, Sir, man. Jesus Christ. T yeah, like, got a T E got a roster dog. Yeah, but the only thing is they don't release music like they should be. Like, I mean, they don't release hip hop. I mean, because we heard right. Sir and SZA and right. Eight. I mean, and that ain't a knock on top, man. But like, look, yeah. man, like they could be banking so much yeah. more than they are, bro. Like, if they had, they they were consistent with the music, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, so J Rock, uh, Donis. I had no clue. Who that is. I rem you remember the song? Was it that him going, 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 going? It was a Nike, like didn't he have something about Nikes too? I don't but know um, about yeah, but yeah, it's just I don't, I couldn't tell you what Donis is doing now. I'm trying to think if he, yeah, I, I can't remember none of his recent projects. So, oh, Big Sean. So oh, that yeah. I guess we'll leave it at at him. Uh, well, we can talk about OJ the Juice Man too because he's a hood legend. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll start with Big Sean. You know, I told you this two years ago. Big Sean was one of the rare artists. And this was an issue for artists that's on this list uh, or before this list or, you know, just artists around this timeline. None of them never grew as yeah. lyricists. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. they were just stuck in that. Like, Cole was there for a That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, yeah. Cole was there for the yeah. Like, he was just stuck somewhere. And I couldn't quite tell you where that where he was stuck. Um that that's the thing about Big Sean is like for me, 
I seen Big Sean to me. I, I can't speak for nobody else, but he seemed like he was just developing every two years, getting going another bar higher, another bar higher, another bar higher. You know, it was he was an independent guy, and he always had that. Also, he always had the fashion again, fashion to get your ass a long way in this industry. Mm-hmm. Currency, Wiz Khalifa, he had that look, that that fashion look, the snapbacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The jean jackets, the gold hair and bones, uh, the pouts. You remember the pow chains that mm-hmm. uh, he used to like? They were like comic book pow. Oh, yeah, like he had yeah, the yeah, chain. Yeah. He had that on a lot. But uh, not only like did he have the look though, he just he grew to me. Right. And I mean, like now, I don't know if I could say he's still growing at the rate he was. Uh, but you know, he he was he was at a point from this point on about to 2020. I could see growth in him right. year after year after year. Um, and I know he's dealing with, isn't he, he said he was dealing with some mental health issues lately. Wasn't that something uh, that came out? It might've been him. Um, uh-huh. But if he is, we'll, we'll pray us for him. Yeah. We'll hope he get back on top. If you, have you seen Janae Yaku? That's what, that was literally going to be with the next <laughs> thing. Like I'll be, I'll be, yeah, I'll be going crazy too, trying to keep her around. Man, look, I mean, bro, I'm telling you, Janae. It, it, it's gotta be. It's gotta be amazing, though. Janae, um, hope me and I don't make it. <laughs> hope I don't make it to that level, okay? Because I'm so gonna try and holler at you. That might that might be our downfall. Right? <laughs> Podcast might be one because of that. Yeah, wait, that's I'll when be, I'll be on YouTube in a in a teal suit <laughs> trying to explain my side of the story. <laughs> I mean, she she worth it. Yeah, man. you know she worth it. Um, so yeah, and then lastly, OJ the Juice Man, he he was recently on. Uh, he had a that, that might have been two years ago though. Um, but he deal he was dealing with health issues. Yeah, so yeah, when he got healthy, like uh, everything he once had, but and and I don't know, was he one of the ones that fell out with Gucci when he was well, on Gucci that leg? Was in jail, so I mean, like, right? Okay, yeah. or oh, that might have been Walker. Him and Walker went seeing. Yeah, because they had that whole thing with. The one like walk up manager his mama or something like that or something yeah yeah, yeah. so um you know and he, you know he just had the one of course he had the one hit that just after that it just i don't know man i don't know what happened i don't know if he was you know consistent with it or he just couldn't ne- ever top that uh but the one hit he had man was i mean he was making the trap say hey you know, <laughs> i'm booming i'm busting <laughs> <laughs> Rap game easy, but the I forgot the rest of it. Yeah, we only know the spoof. Right, 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 yeah. right. This song for my mama. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I again, power to that brother. I wish things could have went better for him, and I, I wish him good health. You know, if he's still dealing with yeah, uh, what he was dealing with, man. But I mean, look, hey, he that one hit he had, he made it a lot further than. A, a vast majority of the world. Oh yeah, and you can't take that from them. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll stop on that one, man. Um, did you want to do go over the Hall of Fame class, or you want to say the Hall of Fame class for the next part? We just do a little bit. Um, it's very bittersweet, you know. Mm. We wanted. I was excited to see to hear Kobe's speech. I mean, he always gave whenever he spoke, whether it was at his retirement, you know, his last right. game, or you know, when they retired his jersey, or. You know, Kobe was always so well spoken, and he always had something poignant to poignant to make. I mean, poignant to say. So, um, it was very, 
you know, Vanessa was really strong. She she, right. she gave a hell of a speech. You said you haven't watched it yet. Right, I will though afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, well, to be honest, I couldn't get through all of it without you know. Right. Tearing up a little bit, and then she is amazingly strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been a it's been a rough year for for the whole family. Right. Know, prayers and you know much love goes out to her. Um. It's uh it's 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 also surreal. Like we've been along this a lot of this long that we see guys that we've watched in the league mm-hmm. go to the you know, go to the Hall of Fame. You know, right. when you're young you you seeing guys that you <laughs> when know you think you, about no Hall of Fame, bro. Yeah. yeah. We barely we barely knew some of these guys. Well we didn't watch them, we didn't see them play. Right. But now right. you're seeing hell, Chris Boss going in next year. And he just you know, he was with LeBron. Or like yeah, yeah he was with LeBron in a long heat. amount of time with yeah he was with LeBron in the Heat he, and that was ten years well it's, I mean it's ten years ago but still like it, it's oh boy y'all boys getting old man not me and Josh <laughs> but y'all getting old. the rest of y'all out there listening y'all getting old man. yeah like, ten years ago that's how long ago it was yeah I mean well I mean LeBron left in fourteen but like right still uh it's eight years ago ish eight. Seven, seven year, like yeah. It's surreal to see time creep up on creep up on you like that, where you know a guy you were just you know cheering for and watching. Right, that don't seem that long ago. Yeah, it doesn't. Nah, I don't. Uh, um, it's 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 wild to see you know guys you know Chris Weber um is going in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I can't remember the rest of the class, but mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, I'm big Chris Weber fan. Yeah, I, you remember I had the Chris Weber jersey. Yeah, in yeah, high school, yeah. like, bro, they weren't having that because then, yeah, he had the battles with Kobe, you know, yeah, and yeah. everybody, and, and shout out, I mean, we love Kobe, no doubt. Who, I, I mean, I speak on him too a little bit, yeah, but uh, yeah, I had the Kings Chris Webber jersey, like, yeah, I was, you remember, I told you this back in the day, I did not like the Lakers or Kobe, well, like, we, but it no, went to well, nobody got, did. We wanted right. to see, we wanted to see, we, we wanted to see the Kings take them, and it like he was, yeah, but yeah, I remember wearing that Chris, I still got a Chris Webber jersey to um school. Yeah. And like a whole table, like you remember, we used to have tables at in the morning, uh-huh. like a whole. It was the table, and I remember this, man. It's crazy. Dang, how do I remember this from ten years ago? But it was, I think it was the table. Our they were our homies. Don't get us wrong, but table with uh, Wesley, Jordy, and all of them. I think they were big TK. I think TK was over there. Uh, they were all big Lakers fans, man, and like they was like literally booing me my whole walk through the cafeteria. I was like, bro, don't know, man. We <laughs> <laughs> we not finna do this, man. We not finna do this, bro. Chris, uh, and I was wrong. Chris Rebel <laughs> gonna take y'all down, all right. And we finna, we finna dethrone Shaq and Kobe. <clears throat> I said we as if I was a Kings fan. <laughs> I just wanted to see the, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The Lakers get dethroned, but on Kobe, I mean, you know, as as I said in the past, when I got older, I grew to yeah. appreciate his, yeah. you know, his legacy, and uh, I'm so happy to see him go. I mean, like. Like if if there was ever any doubt that he would be going, um, but so happy that he's there. He's been enshrined, and I mean he's gonna be a guy that you know. And it's hard to do. Me and you spoke on this. It's hard to reach, uh, Gen X. You know what I'm saying? But that's a guy that even they know of, yeah. and they're gonna love, and they're gonna continue to follow his legacy, and as well as us and people, you know, the people that came before us. So, um, you know, it just only cemented his his prestigious career on um, which he he deserved and again like you said prayers yeah. to Vanessa and the kids and um you know I, I hope I mean you know it doesn't necessarily get easier you know what I'm saying but um 
you know, this this kind of stuff does help. Uh, you know, her, I mean, and not that she didn't know, but this stuff does help, like him going into the Hall of Fame and MJ showing his respect and everybody showing their respect. This stuff does help you to continue on and press on. Like, that. you know, like I can speak my daddy passed, uh, my pops passed. You know, what helped me to continue going was the legacy that people told me about and, you know, trying to live up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can speak on that too, you know, trying to, to uh, you know, if you will mimic that, um, duplicate that, and uh, good good job. Uh, I mean, I mean, great to see Kobe in the Hall of Fame, man. Miss yeah, him, man. yeah. Miss him, man. Uh, and you know, Miss Gigi as well, man. I, I again, we wanted to see where her career was gonna go with Kobe. Spoke so highly of her, and uh, you know, it, it's a shame we didn't get to see it because you know we we're in a time now where the W. I like the WNBA personally, right? But we're in a time where they need. GG like figures, you know what I'm saying? And they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, they'll get it right and things will look upwards. But, um, yeah, man, I mean. I think she was going to be like the first of her kind, right? They come from an NBA legend and. Right. You know. And right, she, right. She, I mean, because, I mean, we can. Kobe was trying to get here and, you know, say she was going to be the first one to play in the, in the NBA. So, I mean, yeah. I, I would like to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all about women's rights, too. Like, that would have been. To me personally, that would have just made my day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, I mean, I'm always like, that's the thing, man. I, I want to see. Oh, we didn't get to talk about that. The last year with um, I can't Sabrina. I can't remember her last name. Mm. The 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 kicker for Vandy for Vandy, yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a special moment. Man. Amazing, man. Um, like it was just see, seeing her take the field and do kickoffs yeah. and. It was like, look, man, yeah, like, why, strong. why you, you wonder why it took so long? Yeah, why it took so long? Why is this like even like? It's a shame that we're happy about it this at this point in this era. Like yeah. it should have been happened, but yeah, you know, we'll. Um, I mean, it's a lot of like, I've been. It's it's one. I forget her name. Um, but she's from Atlanta. Uh, she she plays in like the flag football leagues or whatever. Like it's a lot of talented young women out there that could play the game of football too. Like yeah. and would make dudes legit look like ass out there, bro. It's, <laughs> like it's like y'all, hey, stop it, man. Stop the sexism, man. Like they yeah. out there, they winning too, man. They putting in the work too. I, w- I want to get some WNBA merch if I can find a jersey. I like you know, uh, um, right. I wanted that. Yeah, I know you've seen those orange hoodies that. NBA players be wearing to support the WNBA. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can uh, find it online relatively easy. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely, man. Um, Shout-outs to all the women out there. And Most definitely. We hope y'all get y'all respect, for real, because, I mean, especially black women, y'all the backbone of America. I don't care what nobody say, man. Uh, But that being said, man, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up, and I guess we'll continue on the next episode, and we'll talk, Um, we'll discuss – uh, these other freshman classes, which I mean, again, like we could do hours on pun, hours on this stuff. Yeah, we probably do the whole. Well, we only got like four left. Yeah, we'll wrap it up then. before it falls off. Because then we start talking about what we talked about off the pod, where some of these guys are doing it for clout and not doing it for right, doing it for the culture. So, but we want to shine light on the ones that's doing it for the right reason. Yeah, we'll get to that in a later episode. So. <laughs> Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm once again, I'm Joshua Sampson. Um, I'm James Johnson. Um, you find him at Sport, uh, Sports Grind. 
Sports Grind underscore Don. Sports Grind underscore Don. And me at Johnny is at Johnny Assassin on Twitter and Instagram. Uh thank you for lending your ears. Have a good night.